What's up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 164 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms. The following Monday, we're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. All right, so I am very excited for my guest here in episode 164. Say hello to Kelsey of Jetty Bones. Kelsey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hi. It's it's me and my cat. My cat just jumped onto the chair where I always do any sort of like podcast or interview. So he's like, let me in. Let me in. You know, I, I have noticed your love for cats uh, just by even briefly skimming the surface on uh, social media. Do you have just one singular cat? I do. Uh, He is my first uh, eldest and only son. Uh, His (laughs) name is Albus Lester Bones. He's our mascot cat uh, named after uh, the, of course, incredible uh, Albus Dumbledore. Um, He's a big fan (laughs) of Harry Potter. Uh, Yes, that's awesome. You want, like, if I put on the Prisoner of Azkaban, he will sprint into whatever room it is playing, sit down, and watch the whole thing. I love it. I mean, that's yeah. why cats are amazing. And, and you know, for the dog peeps out there, too, you know, it's just anytime you have that kind of furry companion, life is just that much better, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I love him. He, My cat also has, like, he's an albino cat, so he's a weirdo in the <laughs> best way. Super unique, very rare. Uh, I, I got him from uh, a rescue, and... He also has an anxiety disorder. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, we just like, I don't know. He wouldn't even let anybody else touch him without freaking out. And the first day that I went into the shelter where I used to volunteer sometimes, I put my hand in the cage and he instantly like lifted his frail little head up and just put it in the palm of my hand. And I was like, this is. This is my cat. He's coming home with me. It took a while to bond, but I made some mac and cheese one time and he like came right over and was purring and smelling it. So uh, you give my cat cheese, he will be your friend. You know, that is one hell of a universal way to win anybody over, I think, is just with a plate of cheese or mac and cheese, anything with cheese in it. Yeah, tell that to my vegan friends. Get them well, some nutritional okay, yeast. You're right. You're Actually, right. I'll, take it. I'll take it too. I like nutritional yeast. I like vegan food. Hey, I'm a vegetarian, so I can appreciate it for sure. Hey, me too. <laughs> awesome. How long? Um, since I was 10. I'm wow. about to turn 27 in June. So. Wow. Yeah. I've been but doing hey, it for three years. You, okay, look, you got this. <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Seriously, I would never, ever go back. It, it has been the most enjoyable experience that I've, uh, honestly, that I've had in my adult life. I, because I like to cook and I like to challenge myself to cook. And this has really challenged me to just incorporate different flavors and uh, just even ingredients that would, I guess, take the place of whatever meat was going to be in there. And it's really, not only has that been enjoyable, but just a lot of people in my life are, are doing it or trying it at least because they're seeing me enjoy it. 
and I feel better than ever. This is why all this energy exists on this show, Kelsey, that I was telling you about <laughs> off the air. It's, I think yeah. it's because I'm vegetarian. Yeah, this is why we're yelling. You, I seriously, <laughs> I know we can't spend the whole time talking about food, but I've been going through a big thing where I'm actually trying to come up with recipes because the more that I post things online, the more people are like, hey, can you please tell me how to make that? Yeah. And then I realized I can't because I'm just grabbing stuff and like putting it together because um, I've, I've been cooking for a long time as well. Yeah. And uh, so now I've been uh, doing test recipes and I've been taking them and giving them to my friends, but I've been making everybody super uncomfortable because I've been calling them my test recipes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. So I do too. Now, I've just been uh, asking everybody if they want to try, try my test recipes. So hey, I will be uh, that person to to test your testipe anytime. My, my testipe, yeah. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make a cookbook and it's gonna be called Eat My Testipes. <laughs> you know what? I, I I will be the first uh, publication or content provider in line to get it advance of that to write about it for sure. Okay, I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> you better, cause I'm going to. And and, and right now, <laughs> actually, everybody listening is going to remember because it's gonna live on forever on the podcast world. You know? Yes. Yes, everyone must try my test to be. Okay, so anyway, moving on. Right, uh, so Kelsey, a great segue here because, and, and you know, the, the, the listeners do tend to enjoy some of these um, not relevant but very, very entertaining conversations on the show. <laughs> but there is, a, there is a reason why I was really excited to have you as a guest on the show, and here is the reason. So on February the 22nd, Jetty Bones is due to release the new EP titled Hyphen, releasing via Take This to Heart Records. The EP housing six really beautiful tracks build nicely off of the previous release of Old Women. While I know this is long-winded, just be patient. It, while incorporating new songs or sounds alongside the already well-established vibe of the band. So what I'm getting to, Kelsey, is this. At the time of this taping, it is release week for your brand new EP hyphen. How are you feeling? Uh, okay, so I have been really busy and kind of running myself into the ground with the overcommitting myself to stuff. Yeah. And I got a text today uh, from the owner of our label, Joe, and he said, hey, uh, just a reminder, the live stream goes up tomorrow. And I was like, wait, what? Where? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, what? Why is it going up so early? And I looked at the date and I was like, oh, uh, oh, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, uh, I am excited i also realized i haven't looked at a calendar in three weeks um <laughs> so uh while i'm really excited uh i'm a little nervous there is a let's use my serious voice um there there is some content on the record that i've i've been a little uh uh previously i was a bit apprehensive to write about uh you've you've listened to it so you know yes. uh i'm just kind of breaking into uh taking the power away from negative situations and and making the experiences something that I grow from instead of something that uh, defines or lessens me in in my own sort of mental sphere so moving forward with that I've had the months of knowing the records and knowing that it's going to come out to kind of prep for it and I anticipated being a little more scared or nervous about it but I think it's come to the point where I uh that has subsided and and now i'm just really excited for people to hear these songs and to see what kind of can like conversations uh the content can spark at shows 
We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Now, Kelsey Hyphen is going to be another release through the wonderful Take This to Heart Records, headed by Joe Urban. The label's one of my favorite in the music community, supporting other acts like the Sonderbombs, Super American, Future Teens, one of my favorites right now, City Mouth, and so many others. How long have you been working with Take This to Heart Records? How did you get linked up with them? And what can you tell us about your working partnership with them? Okay, so first of all, I'm terrible at using my phone. And when I'm not on tour, I like shut down, especially if anything is going on with anybody that I care about. I'm like 100% dedicated to them and nothing else. So Joe probably hates me just as much as he loves me because he'll like, he'll have to send me something. And then the next day, he'll be like, just remind me about this. And then three days later, he'll be like, hey, I just want to remind you about this thing one more time. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm sending that to you right now. Hey, you get the um, job done, though. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, when I had, uh, before the Old Women EP came out, um, I actually had had it uh, tracked out, and we were looking for labels to release it through, and we were at the brink of just doing an independent release. And I had, I had met with a few other labels, and the thing that sold me on Joe um i had one phone call with him i think we ended up talking for like an hour and a half and it was just supposed to be like a quick a quote unquote quick intro call as the business lingo goes we talked for a really long time and he explained to me why he started the label and how he wanted to support smaller bands and help them get their footing uh, to kind of prep them for pursuing that like higher bigger uh, label world you know and i thought that was amazing but he also told me that he really liked my songs that he thought they were great, which, you know, was good for many label. But I explained to him some of the experiences I had had where I met some people from labels that I will never, ever mention, but they sort of uh, had face to face meetings with me. And instead of talking to me about what I was writing or what I wanted to say or what I wanted to do, their approach was saying, yeah, I can sell this kind of if you can imagine me giving like the the hand up and down gesture like I can sell that yeah so I didn't but I didn't want to be marketed or presented as a an object I mean I know to an extent there's a, the whole image thing that goes with music but I did not want it to be about that at all and Joe laughed and he was like that's that's terrible I I don't even know what you look like and I was like you didn't even like creep <laughs> on the band Instagram or anything he said no I have no idea what you look like and i was like oh well uh i have yellow hair and that's all you need to know <laughs> <laughs> you know that i know that the the experiences you're reflecting on are just way too um like existing in in this world that we're living in right now and that is why uh somebody like joe and take this to heart records just honestly as as a guy who's running a podcast with, you know, 20 other people around the country that are contributing, it's always just so important for me to work with bands and people and industry people that really try to be just good people, just good goddamn people, you know, and I get that yeah. from Joe. I get that so easily, and I get that from every single band on Take This to Heart Records, so... um 
I just I I love the 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 partnership that exists with Jetty Bones and take this to heart and it seems to be uh, a, a beautiful one so far. Now, Kelsey, talk to me a little bit about how you lean into the writing process. If you want more specifically for hyphen, um, do, do you start with like a goal or theme in mind, or does it just happen organically? Literally never. I don't know what I'm like. You'll hear me say more often than anything else. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know anything at all. Uh, so I, a lot of times, um, I kind of learned to manifest uh, the emotions that I was feeling. I actually was talking to one of my friends about this yesterday, how growing up, I was always sort of the, the rock for my uh, friend group. And I mean that in terms of emotional support, not like a bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> So I always felt like I had to keep it together and I had to be the one who was like strong for everybody. So writing uh, poetry and then turning that into music was something that as I was growing up, it gave me a safe place to be vulnerable. And e even going to shows and what used to be a very prominent Ohio music scene gave me this outlet where I could be and feel everything that I needed to. And you know, at times where I've been the happiest, I mean, eh, it's very hard to write, but at times when I need something and somebody it's it's almost like a like a kind of prayer and process for me and most of the time I will not even be able to put what I'm feeling into complete sentences but then I'll, I'll sit down I have a little like recording space set up at my house and I'll, I'll set up a microphone and I'll set up my keyboard and I'll set up um, like two guitars and a bass and just kind of sit them around me in a circle and I'll just pick up one and start playing. And if nothing's happening there, pick up something else until something sounds kind of like what I'm feeling. And then I'll start, you know, putting a melody or some words on that. Generally, I will just like loop something really simple and just kind of sing and just see what comes out, pick out the good parts and then start building around that. What instruments what instruments would you say you're proficient in? I'm curious uh, just how, how many like hands you have on, you know, the sounds that we're hearing. Um, okay, so I, I I I'm really hard on myself about everything. So if we're talking about performing on something live, I would say maybe like bass guitar or keyboard, I would be happy with. I also have a ukulele that I know my way around pretty well. Nice. Um, I cannot play drums. I can program ideas for drums out that drummers will often laugh at me and tell me that makes no sense or that's physically impossible. <laughs> so I'll be like, well, maybe you're just not good enough. I'm sorry. I'm a better computer drummer Ooh. than you. Um, and then, but I, you know, I, I kind of, those ideas need to be refined. Uh, but I always really liked doing like guitar with like piano or like pop sense stuff, but always played in band. So I never really found a place for it. And then, with this EP, as people will, you know, find out when it's out, I feel like this is the closest step I have been to the kind of music that I write all the time. Like all the demos for the last years that nobody's heard because I just didn't see them as like, quote unquote, releasable sound like this stuff. So as I'm kind of stepping into me saying, hey, guess what? I'm going to do what I want now. <laughs> Well, you got the right idea because it all translated goddamn beautifully with uh, the new EP that everyone's going to be hearing here on February the 22nd. <laughs> now, reflecting on the previous release of Old Women, what did you learn from that whole experience uh, that may have shaped the way you approached the cycle that is hyphen? Um, I think it wasn't necessarily 
any of the like writing or recording process for that EP or anything about how we put it out. I think it was playing those songs live and starting to tour with those songs. Uh, It definitely had an impact on, on hyphen. So obviously on the last EP uh, on old women, I started touching on the topic of an abusive relationship in a, in a pretty vague way that was open to interpretation and that sparked so many open and vulnerable conversations between people finding the strength to step out of the isolation they were feeling from being in situations that that song described but what i learned for me is that i had spent a lot of time ignoring that situation and the things that happened to me and and just pushing them down and hiding them instead of actually processing them so going on tour and having conversations night after night with these people took a little bit more of an emotional toll on me than I thought it would. And it was just because I never really let myself accept and heal from those things. Um, so it's not, it's not a bad thing. I don't want anybody to ever hear me say that and think like, Oh, I had a conversation like that with her. Like I made her feel bad. It's not like that at all. It's every single one of those conversations was so encouraging to me and, and strengthened me up, but so much, but sometimes to be empowered, we have to admit and accept that we had something we needed to be freed from to find that empowerment. So all of these, so, so many people did that to me and had that opportunity to build me up. And they, they don't even know, which is the crazy part. But when I was writing this EP, I realized that I didn't want to write from the perspective of someone who went through something and is fine now. And I didn't want to write from the perspective of someone who was just, this was a thing that happened in the past. I wanted to write from the process of recovery and recovering every day from whatever you're going through because nobody gives any credit to that sorry this is a little bit of a tangent but i feel really passionately about this it's nobody people only care if you feel bad or if you got better but nobody wants to pay attention to the hey i'm doing better than i was i'm not exactly where i want to be i'm kind of in that in between i can get by on my own you know nobody steps in and says oh that person still needs help or that person is still dealing with stuff or that person still has triggers and that that's kind of i don't know i wanted to write about how all the things i had experienced as much as I wanted to ignore them and that that stuff ever happened was still affecting even my, my good relationships and, and the blessings that I had in my life because my brain was just kind of still fried. So I, that's, I, that was a very long and uh, boom, boom, boom way to answer that question. No, but but I'll tell you, I love every conversation I get to have here with spinning thoughts, but Oh, man, it's like just sometimes, you know, having a hearing just like some of these things you're saying, it's it really it just reminds me how lucky I feel, you know, to be able to do this and talk to you and, and everybody else, you know, uh, people who are really, you know, shining a light on topics that are uncomfortable, but so relevant throughout all of our lives and it brings us together. So, uh, hey, you could have kept talking. That's what a podcast <laughs> is for, right? I mean, this is all long-winded, so you and me, we're in the right place, I think. So uh, I, I do want to touch upon this, though, Kelsey, and I, I'm sure it's an obvious kind of question. I'm, I try to make it not so obvious, I guess. You're going to get it, I'm sure, with, with the title, but I noticed like the, the title tracks throughout the EP, all six of them. I mean, it's heavy in the punctuation. So what's this theme? What, what, what is this all about? Okay, so 
I realized that even though I was writing about very personal experiences, we were actually kind of just joking about it in the studio about uh, titling it hyphen with just a hyphen. Um, when I text and I'm talking to people all the time, I always like break things up that don't make sense. You, If you look at any of my old blogs, you'll see like 20 hyphens in everything that I write. <laughs> I just uh, apparently grammar is not my strong suit. Um, but after I started to think about it, I re I instantly I started Googling it to see if I could find anything else that was like that to make sure I wasn't stealing someone's idea from 2008. Uh, and if I did, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I couldn't find you. So um, Their fault. But yeah. So <laughs> I, I looked up. Yes, yeah, it's, it's your fault. Um, <laughs> I looked up the, the definition of what a hyphen is, and it's it's used to relate to ideas that are connected to ideas or thoughts that are connected that otherwise would seem like they aren't. Um, so this, the way that the EP is set up, which I had already figured that out, uh, the first song is directly related to the last song, even though one of them seems very sad and one of them is a lot more upbeat and encouraging. One of them is where I was. And then the last one is where I, I am, or at least where I was at the point that we were recording that EP. So even though those seem like two totally different emotional states, the hyphen is representative of the story of how I got there. Um, it also ties right into, you know, when you die on your tombstone, it, there's just that little hyphen and that little dash that represents your entire life. And that that's your whole story. So the whole story is, is that hyphen and that growth and that process. As far as punctuation for the rest of the EP, the way that I have described why and how I chose the hyphen symbol for the name of the EP should be enough to get people kind of started to figure out. But what those symbols represent help demonstrate what those songs mean to me. However, I don't necessarily want to explain that right away to people because I want them to have a chance to see how those songs resonate with them first. Hey, I can appreciate that, but while we're on the topic of these songs, three have already been pre-released. These three are bringing it up to know you and the rest of them. How how do you go about deciding how many songs to pre-release and even more specifically what songs? Okay, well, so from a genre standpoint, this EP is a little bit, you know, it's a step in a different direction than what the previous releases were. Definitely. Um, I'm happy about that. But we, uh, we chose bringing it up as the first single because sonically it made sense as the best representation that was sort of like a baby step. Like it almost sounds the most like the older songs. Um, it also was the best fit for, uh, the tour that we were on when we were getting ready to release that. I also felt like that was a song that we could release without necessarily giving away what the whole EP was going to be about. It, it wasn't something that I want, I would be upset if it was taken out of context. Like the opening track, for example, um, it actually leaked on iTunes for a few days. There was a little screw up. Wow. 14 people downloaded it. And man, I have never, I have never been more of a sassy diva in my life because I was like, no, no, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Like, I don't want people to hear this. And I actually want to issue a content warning with that song um, because I think some of the statements in it could be potentially tr uh, triggering to people. So that's, I, impor that's important. I, I think that that's great that you also are being cognizant of that. 
Yeah. So, and that, that's a conversation that I don't see a lot of people having, um, as far as like the way things, like what's being said, I think people speak about it more visually with like music videos and things like that. So that's an, that's a conversation too. I'm interested in seeing, um, cultivated in our scene, Agreed. but yeah. I was a diva. Luckily, it was kind of cool because a couple of the people who download, like six of the people who downloaded, I know them. Two of them had already heard the song. They're like, I bought it. And I was like, don't tell <laughs> anyone, please. And then a couple of other people messaged me and said, you know, hey, this is wrong. This might be a mistake. But a lot of those people were like, hey, I kind of figured that this was a mistake, that it wasn't supposed to be there, but I really, really needed this. So that was something to me where I was like, I, be- I genuinely believe that everything happens for a reason if yeah. we let it. So that was something to me where uh, it reminded me that sometimes I just need to chill. <laughs> and even though things aren't going the way that I had planned, there's a there's always a bigger plan in action. And I need to accept uh, the good things that can come from that. So, um, But picking singles beyond that, uh, you know, the next one we released was the rest of them. Uh, and that was with the announcement. Uh, the reason we chose to do that one is because I, you can, you can lead off with the sad point and you can lead off with, you know, the song that you think is going to emotionally capture people the most. But I think that what I want people to get from this EP isn't all the bad stuff that I experienced. It's that I am, here to be there for as many people as I can and I know that I have people that are there for me and I am actively working on continually recovering from those things and growing into the best person that I can be and the happiest which you know can be hard sometimes but that's that's the message I want to leave people with so when we announced the EP that's what I wanted to lead them with as well um and as far as to know you that song's just awesome so (laughs) it absolutely is (laughs) <laughs> alongside every other one on this EP. And again, when you listen from start to finish, uh, like back to back, it's just, it's one, one experience. Uh, again, mm-hmm. I can't wait for everybody else to hear this so that we can all just share in the awesomeness. Now, yeah, no skipping tracks, guys. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, come on. Like, back I in, wrote a story for you. <laughs> for you. Specifically, you listening to my voice right now. Kelsey wrote, I wrote it, it for, for you, you, Dana. <laughs> There is a Dana hopefully listening, and she is so stoked right now. Dana! <laughs> now, I'll put uh, you on the guest list. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, I really love the EP cover art for Hyphen. Who was involved in that? Uh, was it you? Uh, I, don't, I don't know where your talents end if they do. What can you tell me about the, uh, the album art? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I drew that in my bedroom. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Uh, and I've always, I've always been like, really adamant uh whenever whenever someone's like why don't you just put a picture of you like of your face on a record and it always makes me think of uh avril lavigne for some reason i don't know um like <laughs> well like you know the, she's doing okay for herself yeah like the the let go record with her on the cover whenever someone says why don't you just put your face on a cover i think of that and i think of the first hillary duff record that i ever owned and um <laughs> I've always just said, like, you know, it's not me. It's not about me. I, I I don't want to, you know, make this my face, my project, whatever. Um, but I, uh, this time, it was a little bit different. And I kind of went back and forth for a little bit. I had a whole different concept that uh, has to do. I will, I will say this much. Uh, the lines are very important, but you're never going to know what they mean if you don't get the vinyl. 
So there's a, there's a secret buried in there. Um, wow. But I, I had an idea for these lines wow. that are on it. Um, but I realized that these were just sort of more represented by stuff that was going through my head. And I, I've been in other bands and other projects and I, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I made a, I've only told a couple of people this, but I made a personal decision that this EP is going to be the last EP that I'm writing about myself. And I had, I'd always tried to focus in other projects about, you know, yes, writing about my personal experiences, but more writing about like helping people and, and thoughts and processes that I think other people can relate to. But this EP, it's not that I, I hope that people can, but this EP was something that I wrote to help myself heal. And yes, I want to share that with people. And I hope that I can connect with people and that we can grow together through that. But it's, it's the most, I guess, selfish to an extent EP that I've ever written. And so that's why I put my face on it. Well, you know, I think that regardless of the approach uh, on, on, you know, the contents of the songs that an artist, a band uh, puts out there, I think that at least for me and a lot of people that I talk to that are really into music, you're always kind of looking for the correlation or, you know, the connection to it. And you could be talking about something so specific to you. And what's comforting is knowing that you're not alone in that feeling. Somebody else out there has probably felt that or will unfortunately, you know, maybe feel that. And, and that's the beauty. It can be many different things. And, uh, you know, the experience of, uh, Hyphen is is definitely one to check out. I the vinyl um, thing though, you really have me intrigued <laughs> on that, and I'm just wondering if maybe briefly here, you, is there anything else you could tell me about this vinyl? Like, I mean, I'm I'm a vinyl head, so now I how how would some tell me this, Kelsey? Maybe I'm gonna push here. If I have the vinyl and I see these lines that I'm staring at right now as I'm talking to you, what what is gonna mm-hmm. give the connection there on the vinyl? Is it on the actual plastic itself or the, the, it's, it's inside. It's, the, it's, what, I'll say this. Uh, it's, it's what's inside that counts. And, yeah. uh, this whole project, even if people haven't really caught on to all of it yet, it's like Reg, Regina George's hair. It's full of secrets. All right. I know a little bit about who that is, uh, <laughs> but maybe not enough to speak to it. So, uh, I was just quoting Mean Girls. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, listen, I know that that's the reference. I just, that's about as far as I can go. Something about Pink on Wednesdays, I think, too, which I try to play along with and I love it. But that's about as far as I go with all of that. I embrace it. I, I totally do. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms. The following Monday, we're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Right now, we're going to listen to the rest of them off the upcoming EP hyphen from Jetty Bones. Everybody enjoy. Someone that's different I can't believe 
So you just finished listening to the rest of them off the upcoming EP hyphen from Jetty Bones. Now, Jetty Bones is no stranger to the road, and starting February the 28th through March the 29th, you'll be joining in support of the Matt uh, is it Kareki's or Kirk? Somebody on Twitter helped me out with that one at Spin Thoughts and special guests Jacob Sigmund. The tour is going to go all over the place in the States with a stop in Toronto. Uh, you'll be on the East Coast, the West Coast, a ton of dates in between. Uh, Kelsey, how do you prepare for a tour of this size and distance? Do you have a like secret sauce yet to this? Well, uh, I checked the weather. Is that and- it? Wow. I <laughs> I check the weather. I uh, pack two swimsuits, oh. um, five coats, seven pairs of shoes, three oh, pairs of socks. I don't mean to and, interrupt. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I got to know. I give you the benefit of the doubt, but are these random numbers? You being honest right now? I would never lie. Okay. All right. I got you. Um, Okay. So here's what I do. I love clothes. I have a whole room that is a closet, actually. Uh, Like selling clothes online. I love fashion. Or as some people have said on tours, because I tricked them into it, we just use the phrase, I am the fashion. Um, So I I do have a few things where it's like every tour, I, I have a lot of jackets. I really love jackets. So I try to pick a jacket that I will be able to forever associate and completely ruin on that one tour. Yeah. Um, I definitely always say that I'm going to do more things to prepare than I do. Like if you are anyone who is playing a live band on this tour, you know that three weeks ago I said, Hey, I'm making a spreadsheet with all the dates. So if we can find friends to stay with and we'll start that spreadsheet has not been sent yet. or <laughs> created. Uh, so You know, I'm a super planner, um, but sometimes when it comes to things like that, I just have to, uh, for for lack of better phrasing, I just get the shit together that I need to. Like, I will be like, okay, I know that I'm going to have, I'm going to want clean underwear. I know that I'm going to need deodorant. I know I'm going to want to wear glitter. I'm going to pack these things that will make me feel comfortable and here are some things that I might be able to work with and then uh that's what I do I I I do have a few things that are like these are my tour essentials that I have to bring but that's like the kind of stuff that you'd see in a weird like teen magazine where it's like what are your what are your tour essentials (laughs) tell Luckily, that was originally the question, and I scrapped it with that very long-winded one. I covered it within it, so... Um, yeah, you don't need to know what kind of dry shampoo I use. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess we don't. Now, um, what I want to know, Kelsey, is, and maybe there's some ignorance on my end, but... And I get, like, you know, Jetty Bones, uh, the, the uh, aesthetic or the vibe I get is, like, more of a collective um, but who is in the live band lineup of Jetty Bones? Is there like a group of friends that cycle through or is there a dedicated lineup? Um, well, I love that you called it a collective for, for starters, because I, it is technically at the root from like a business and, and writing, um, perspective. It technically is a solo project, but I have, I did the, the solo artist thing for a while and I hated it. I don't like playing shows by myself. I don't like going into the situations, not feeling like I have a family. I miss writing with people. I just got to the age where 
I didn't want to start another band just for other people to change their mind anymore. So I, w- I want to start something that was sustainable where I could keep doing it no matter who left. So I have been really fortunate um, to have a few people who have, I think pretty much anybody who has toured with the project has done more than one tour. Um, and it's just sort of been like, Hey, I'm happy to have you if it's a good fit and this is helping you and and you feel good here. That's awesome. But the second that you don't, you let me know and we'll find someone else who does. So I, my whole thing is even if writing and on social media, it's, it's me a lot and it's just me. That's one thing. But the second that we get in, uh, like in that van and we leave for a tour, it's us. Like we are a unit and we function as a family and a group. It's just, I just become the mom. You know, with the new sounds that we're we're gaining here on Hyphen, uh, how does how does this affect, if at all, or change uh, the way that you actually Jetty Bones will be performing these songs? It sounds like there's a lot of new, like you know, synths and even like some you know loops and everything in there. Um, what's going to be the approach there? Well, I'll, I guess you'll just have to come to a show and see. That's fair. That's that's and absolutely. And what I fair. mean by that is, uh, everybody will get here next week and we'll figure it out. <laughs> there, <laughs> <laughs> we have some ideas. We're gonna see, uh, and that that's part of having a live band. Where obviously I have ideas and I have goals and I have objectives with this project, saying this is what I want to get across, or this is something that's really important to me in the live set, or the way that we interact with people and what we leave people with. But when it comes to how are we going to play as a unit, I want everybody to be able to bring parts of them as well. So that turning the live set into something where everybody feels like they have input, even if it's the first time they've ever played with us or with the live band on tour is going to help because then it's going to feel like they're part of it and that it's just as much their baby as it is mine. And I really think that will, that does resonate with people, you know? Absolutely. I, I have uh, many friends, uh, and, and truly they've become friends here at Spinning Thoughts, uh, writers and contributors, and uh, many of them uh, just constantly have just talked very highly of the live performance that Jetty Bones uh, gives to everybody in attendance. I, unfortunately, have not experienced it myself, and I'm going to goddamn fix it. You coming near Pittsburgh? Uh, oh, my I- gosh. Phone call? Over. Oh, no, you can't. We still, I still have very important, one more very important thing, Kelsey. You can't do it to the okay, people fine. listening. To the people listening. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, we have, uh, I know we're playing a Philly date. You know, I'm sure like but, bands and artists love it when uh, somebody who's uh, interviewing them or, or having a conversation is like, hey, you know, this uh, massive tour that you're going on. Do you do you know every single date and what date it is that you're going to it? Like, do you know if you're going to be in Pittsburgh? You know, we're really testing your. Yeah, like, I actually don't think that Philly is the closest to Pittsburgh, even on that tour, because I know that's a, a drive. I'm not I'm not a dumb. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, it, it is in the same state. And uh, I hope the people on the E is it East. Look at me. I can't even fucking figure out directions on the I, East side in of it. The America. <laughs> so <laughs> I will. Yeah, def- no Pittsburgh, homie. That's all right. I'll get I'll get out one of these days. And I would just absolutely implore anybody to keep their eyes out for uh, this tour that kicks off on February the 28th. With again with Matt, we're gonna keep it with the first name and uh, and Jacob, you know Matt and Jacob, and of course Jenny oh, Bones. Yeah, you know it's, it's it's that's how cozy this tour is gonna be. Now, uh, Kelsey, as we are winding down here toward the end of episode one sixty four, 
I just want to talk briefly here about some really, really cool uh, fests that Jetty Bones will be performing at. And this is just, this is the exciting time of the year where all these fests are starting to get announced. You know, uh, a lot of us, you're in Ohio, right? Yeah, dude, what's up? What up? So, you know, we, we're we getting <laughs> brutalized, right? Like with this winter, it's off and on. Some days it's 80 some degrees. It, there are some days it's like they're canceling everything outside to just not even go because it's that cold. So, you know, these Music Fest announcements just give me like this sense of hope that there is, uh, you know, a summer on the horizon, right? So there's two fests that I saw that Jetty Bones has uh, at least uh, announced so far. Uh, it is the New Direction Fest and Breakfast Break Breakfest in Tennessee. So th- <laughs> this uh, this first one, it's all the way in North Dakota. Is that correct? Yeah, Fargo. Fargo. Jeez. Yeah. So, and again, here I am. You're, okay, you're ending in Chicago, Illinois, uh, with this uh, Matt and Jacob tour, Maddie and Jacob, right? So. Uh, yeah. You, you, you got a cruise, I'm guessing, right? Just straight to, to North Dakota. Is it that far? I wonder how long of a drive that is. Um. Okay, well, here's what I can tell you. Um, From where we live, it's like five hours to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like from where I live, it's five hours to Chicago. And then if I'm going to Minneapolis from where I live, I think it takes me 12 to 14 hours depending on traffic, right? So Fargo is about four hours past Minneapolis. So let's see math here. <laughs> I think it's going to be about a, an eight, eight hour drive. Okay. All right. It, it, it seems North Dakota just seems maybe further than, than what it is. Uh, but the festival's in its eighth iteration and there's seriously some amazing talent that is going to be performing tigers. John, me without you dagger mouth unturned youth culture, a ton more. Um, I don't know how you're doing this. I mean, you've got some sort of like uh, energy inside of you, Kelsey, that, that that I would love to have. You're going to be on this awesome month-long tour, then hitting up this fest, and then, you know, maybe you'll have some downtime in between. Who knows? But on June the 2nd is this breakfast uh, in Franklin, Tennessee. I think this is the second iteration of it. Bands uh, on the bill, Newfound Glory, Real Friends, Dollskin. Uh, really some amazing talent yet again. What are you looking forward to with these two fests? Anything in particular? Uh, free coffee. Yeah, uh. and, and yes. I mean, they're serving <laughs> breakfast there. Obviously, it's in the name, but legitimately, you get like a, a an amazing breakfast, it seems. Oh, yeah, I hope. Um, okay, so I ha- actually, I've, uh, I know a few people in Fargo, so I'm really excited for that show. Obviously, playing with those bands, and I, I kind of reached out to everybody who's playing with the live band on this tour and I was like look this would be right after tour do you just want to do it like do you guys just want to go and and just do it and every I was like here are the bands that are playing and everyone's like hell yeah let's freaking do it so awesome. even if we're exhausted it's one of those things where it's like you're always sad the first day you come home from tour anyway so why not add another day why not it be with awesome bands and then you we I I have nothing to lose when it comes to like giving my all for that show because I don't have to worry about any more shows and I am so excited about that um so and then I mean with uh breakfast that's gonna be awesome because we actually are uh like uh I know Aubrey is really good friends with some of the people in microwave and like the, those are really awesome dudes they're playing that show uh we did a tour with the early November and I they're gonna be on that lineup I'm yeah. really excited to see them again um and yeah I just 
and so many bands that I grew up listening to. Um, I didn't think I'd ever see May play a show. Are you right? Oh, I love May actually. I I really do. I've had them on the show. Oh yeah, and like that, and like I don't think there's anybody playing that show. Oh, and also like Coffee Nights are from like 15 minutes from me. I don't think that they know that we know each other. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, like a kind of an interesting dynamic, but maybe Hawthorne Heights is listening right now and maybe they remember, but Kelsey, I just want to let you know, I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Uh, the new EP, it is just really, really good. Some, you know, heavy topics, uh, in the lyrics, the music is absolutely incredible. Uh, the packaging and the aesthetic and album art as we have talked about in great detail with a lot of maybe secrets also uh, entwined throughout. So before we sign off, Kelsey, is there anything else that you would like to add or say? Um, well, I mean, if anybody listens to this, I, I, I am going to be posting some stuff when the record comes out relating to the content about it. Just, just some things that I want to say. Um, but since we are getting ready to go on tour, I just want to make sure everybody knows that even though I'm a little sarcastic, I'm totally approachable. The whole reason I enjoy touring is because I want to have these conversations with people. I want to connect with people and I, I want to, I just want to be friends with everybody. I, I want to meet as many people as I can because you, you can only really know someone by meeting them. And that is totally what I'm about. So I just want to invite everybody to, you know, embrace uh, companionship, friendship, conversations, being vulnerable, all that stuff on tour. It's never a burden. I live for that. I guess that's, that's my my note to the world. Once again, I want to thank Kelsey of Jetty Bones for being here with me for episode 164 of Spinning Thoughts. The new EP hyphen drops everywhere February the 22nd via Take This to Heart Records. It's probably already out by the time you're listening to this, so go get at it. Six tracks. There are some heavy topics in there, but the music and the presentation and the feeling of triumphance and just moving forward is is present as well give it a listen jetty bones will be on tour supporting maddie k and jacob sigmund jetty bones will also be at new direction fest at the end of march and at Breakfast in franklin tennessee on june the 2nd we're on twitter at spin thoughts we have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Would love for you to check it out. Just a lot of free music content that I bet you might dig just a little bit. We'll be here again, same time, same place, next week. Be good to each other, and until next time, make sure you share music, spread love. 